Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Young American Podcast. My name is Britt, and today is January 1st, 2024, and I want to wish you guys a happy new year. Hopefully you survived Christmas, the holidays, New Year's, family, friends, and had a great time doing it. This week, as per request, we just sat and told stories. So no special guests, just Chris, John, Andrew, Nathan, and myself sitting around telling stories of New Year's past. We also talked a little bit about resolutions, and I need your guys' help with something. If you can think of a resolution that you would like the five of us to share or accomplish, reach out to us and let us know what it is. You can email us at youngamericantalk at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on the socials. You can text us. You can show up at my front door. You can leave a note in the mailbox. Just let us know if there's something that you'd like to see us do. You're going to hear more from us in the year 2024. We're going to have some special guests and we've got some things planned. But until then... The next couple episodes are going to be just us telling stories. So thank you guys so much. Without further ado, this is the first episode of the Young American Podcast in 2024. Second chance. <laughs> Second chance. Uh, okay, I guess, Chris, do you want to lead this uh, resolution one? Who wanted to talk about resolutions? I brought it up as a topic when you we were just tossing out. To- Actually, I can, Can well. Yeah, go ahead. So by the time we, by wanna... the time this comes out, we will probably yeah, I... be, uh, we will probably be talking about nearing the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Resolutions are a big thing. Everybody talks about resolutions. I've are you a week. resolution guy? Blah, blah, blah. I figure we talk about resolutions like... and then like New Year's Eve in general. I think New Year's Eve is the I... most like overrated holiday. Okay. Unless you're going to see the parlor boys. Exactly. John, why don't you lead this one? Me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold on. Just tell us about your new setup over here. You're not at a children's table. Oh, I know. He's in his bedroom. I'm in my bedroom. Is Natalie in there? Naked. Um, <laughs> did she give you... There's a surprise for you. Yeah, she's just, that... just like... No, but seriously, where's your wife? She's in the living room. She's like... Oh. Um, Where she's she belongs. getting a bunch of Christmas stuff ready. <laughs> oh, got you. For the long... Yeah, this is my bedroom. There you go. How are the babies sleeping? Good, man. Dude, Gina has been a godsend. Like if if she wasn't a good sleeper, I don't know how people have more than one child. Like, oh dude, tell me about it. Last night I dreamt that I was getting like I was in a street fight, getting kicked in the face, and it was so real. And then I woke up and Bo just like smashed me in the throat with both of his heels. <laughs> and I was like, ah! Oh! Are you sure you weren't getting like, kicked in the face? <laughs> I was. And then I fell asleep, or I, I fell asleep again. I thought I was falling off a cliff. I was dreaming that I was like falling off of a cliff. And I woke up and he had like body hugged my pillow and again just was like tapping my my forehead like with his toes. And I'm almost falling off the side of the bed. So I'm in my dream. I'm like... Falling off this cliff, and in real life, I'm like holding onto the mattress, like, please, God, no. <laughs> well, I have um, gifts for you guys. For reals? Yeah, for Christmas. You do um, not. Mm-hmm, John, you get yours when you come, what is it, 22nd? Yeesh. So, you're doing it right now on the air? Yeah. 
Oh man, well. Ooh. Okay, Nathan, this is yours. One of my New Year's resolutions is to I hate I have gift giving anxiety, so it like I liked to give them, but it, it's it's horrible picking them out and deciding on what to get. Okay. So my one of my resolutions is to just do more small gifts. Serious. I'm serious. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I guarantee you, you all are about to yeah. open these boxes and there's gonna be turds in them. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, Andrew is handing out gifts. So Do we open my, them right now? Yeah, open them at the same time. Okay, so Chris, Nathan, and I have just been given gifts by Andrew. It's just a. So I feel like it's more of a, ha a habit forming thing where I've got to start. Mine, why does mine have holes poked in it? It's a bro. Box. What is going on it's right now? It's a box of rice. There are some tape. So. Is mine alive? Long nails. What's happening right now? Is my gift alive? It has a, it has or, a breathing hole. It's either poop or it's a uh, coffee mug Andrew's been wanting to get rid of. <laughs> I cannot believe you. <laughs> I got corkscrew <laughs> pasta. <laughs> well, Chris, what do you have? Is that rice? I got rice. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> you were actually serious. What's John. happening? Oh, <laughs> it's, but it's in rice. It's in rice. Did you get a whole five pack? Oh my gosh! I got an eight pack. An eight pack. I got <laughs> you out. Hold on, what Nathan? What is Nathan? Unbelievable. I'll show it to John. Oh my god! Look at that thing. Why is it in rice? Well, I, I couldn't just have it like. Amazing. What is this supposed to do? Hold on. <laughs> if you want to trade your sizes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> and you're sprinkling onto the table. I can't believe you just did that. Dang. Your algorithm, your algorithm is absolutely forever. Absolutely. Is Devin aware of this? Of your Amazon purchase? We're cutting all of this. Oh. She's aware. No, we're leaving it. Amazing. She's aware. So or, if you want to trade sizes, there's... <laughs> you want to trade sizes? I was like, wow, this is a really great opener. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, probably cut that. But the truth does stand. I was, I, I, I finally was like, I'm going to just start to think about, like, oh, hey, this is a fun... This is a... I, it's really hard to pick out a gift for me, for me to pick one out for somebody else. Um, and so we started drawing names in our family. And that made it a lot easier because it's just, okay, I've got one person. But even with one person, <laughs> I don't find it easy. I have severe gift anxiety. So I'm going to start spending just like small amounts of money on little gifts for people periodically that are memorable. We can't tell That's you. pretty what, awesome. Yes, thank you. We cannot You're tell welcome. you what Andrew gifted us, but... <laughs> like this is such a deep inside joke we can't even get to the reason why you gifted it to us wow. oh man Amazing. i think we leave it all and just bleep just bleep everything that we need to bleep. just an eight minute long beep. <laughs> beep, boop, 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 boop. that was incredible oh, that my. was a power move well i think our new year's resolutions are See you guys next us. time john's really uh tough to get for you are the hardest to get a gift for. Why do you say that? Does, that? does it? Well, yeah. What makes? I think John's like my dad. If he wants something, I'm just if John get it. wants something, he buys he's four of them and sells three of them. Yeah, he's gonna get it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. So it's like unless you're looking for something that's like two, three, four hundred dollars, it's like John's already got it. Right. Sorry. I was I was gonna wait. Except for I was these. Too excited. I was really. I asked Devin. I said, "Do I wait till John gets here?" 
Um, <laughs> so she's your pussy. Yeah, but that's the funny thing is when I have something that I'm excited to give, it, I cannot sit on it. But like getting to that point is has it's got nothing to do with the dollar amount because I'm filthy rich. It's got nothing to do with. It's just like what is it a meaningful thing? Will they like it? And then once once that's been established, it's like oh well, it's fun to give a gift, but boy, picking one out's heinous. I'm so excited to give my kids their gift this year. We are getting the gift of dog. Oh, oh are you? Do you have it? No, not yet. So that's the logistical well, thing of trying. Like it's in Western <laughs> Kentucky, so it's gonna be it's like four hours. So you have to go get it. Let us go back. get it. We'll go visit the uh, the family. Yeah, I mean, if that would be awesome if you if you want to do it. That's pretty well, cool because you get to be like the idea to Liz. You get to be hero parent on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. your kids are going to lose their sh- and you guys are going to look like absolute heroes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. It's been a long time and I was surprised that Mary was on board with it. Um, and she actually kind of brought it up. But um, her mom is like ridiculously allergic to pets so we that's always been kind of a no mm, yeah because it's like if you ever want her to babysit your kids again yeah, then yeah you can't get that but um you know it's like a hypoallergenic dog but yeah you get a doodle especially uh it's some sort of shepherd mix that's like a, a non-shedding so yeah a little little girl already crate trained and all which i, I ran into gordon at the hardware store we were both gloating about how much we loved it, but then I, I walked out and loved there, what the hardware store. Oh, okay. And then we uh, and I walked out, and his dog is just like, what's oh, what's, what's uh, Luke? Luke, new yeah. Golden. yeah. He's like just sitting there, just, and I almost. Out. I wanted. To, I should have taken a picture and sent it to yeah, you guys. He's the best. He's awesome. He's a good dog. What's your What's your plan for revealing said gift? Are you going to do like the whole like cut holes in boxes and? No, we've never like showered them with presents. They normally get like two or three like stuff that they want. And then, you know, grandparents and and family members end up getting them stuff. So I just don't want to like get them into like, oh, and here's your 10th thing. So, but we are just, I think we're going to have them open those up. And then that's the hard thing. I think this dog, I don't know if it's a barking dog. I don't Mm. know if it's a, like they said, it's a really nice temperament, and and it's really sweet with kids. So I'm still planning on that. Okay. Maybe lower it in from the ceiling. What did you say it was again? I was not paying attention. It's some sort of shepherd. Oh, like a uh, mix. Yeah. Okay. Is Rooney or Malcolm? Are they like aware of gifts and like selecting what they want? Yeah. Oh, very much so. And and because like, like Brennan is like just this year, he is like. He has been like, I want that, I want that, I want that. He wants everything. He is very keenly aware, explicitly, what he wants now. Yeah. Why don't I own this? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that? It's like my kids circling the toy magazine, and it's the clip from There Will Be Blood, and he's like, What's this? Why don't I own this? Why don't I own this? Why don't I own this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mal Mal doesn't have like a an awareness of what she wants, but she just loves the concept of presents. So if you say like Mary's like, after you go to bed tonight, I'm gonna wrap all of your Christmas presents and Mal's like <gasps> like she's just yeah. like so psyched to get presents. Yeah. Uh, but I think it could literally be a spatula and she'd be happy. <laughs> a spatula. Yeah, we started doing like an advent calendar at the beginning of the month and I was just like Baby, of I what? just an advent calendar, you know, so like you get of like beer? a little. No, we're not giving Rooney beer yet. Oh, for Rooney. 
Because uh, Mary bought one. The chocolate? But so we're just giving her like little tiny things each day. And I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Natalie, I, I was just being completely honest. I don't know if this is going to be a great idea. I feel like I have a pretty good sense as to who Rooney is now. And I'm just like, she could just like boil in the morning and just lose her shit. And sure enough, day one, I was like, all right, baby, here's what we're going to do. Each day leading up to Christmas, you get one thing. You don't get to ask for another one. And you don't throw fit or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And the first one was like a little tiny thing of like nail polish or something. And she was just like, I don't like it. I want something else. I'm just like, God <laughs> damn. And then just like, and then you're, it's like every day you have to like teach her this lesson. And then like, even now, like Natalie's like wrapping their gifts and putting them on their tree. And I'm just like, hey, I mean, she's got to learn. But at the same time, I'm also just like, I would rather not diffuse a bomb every morning and just be like, no, you can't have that. And she just, is it because it is it because it's not what she wanted or is it because it's, it's, uh, it's more of just monster like, it more. It monster more. I've passed on my DNA, and she just wants the next. <laughs> the Berenstain Bears things. and the Gimme Gimmies. Yeah. So it's. I mean, I'm. I am very interested to see how this year goes coming up to Lexington and being with Brennan, because like Brennan is is very good at sharing and like being other kids being in his space and stuff like that. But I also feel like when kids get around each other and it's gifts. And they're like, oh, hold on. Like, I, I want one of that, one of those things that he has. Or, like, mine's not as shiny as it. Like, just could be a lot of emotions that day. So we'll see. Dude, we went and helped out for the first time. Every year they do a firefighter toy program, and it's gone on for, you know, nearly 100 years where people donate. They give gifts. It used to be they used to make them. And every year, and it's basically, like, low-income or families that can't, can't afford gifts or you know maybe they're from they're immigrants or maybe they're refugees or something like that and they can't afford gifts they sign up and they can go in and they can shop and they get their kids can have a christmas type of thing well you can sign up to go for the day where it just happened over the weekend on saturday and you go around with the parents and there we set up like a whole store in this like you know rented space and they can go, and among all the donated toys, they go and they can pick. And you volunteer to be at a table and stuff. So I was like, we're going to go and do this as a family. Like, my son, you know, I don't know. You and I grew up in, like, apartment living. Like, I, I, I remember some of that stuff. And my son will never know what it's like to not live in, like, a two-story home with a double-car garage. It's just like, so I'm always just trying to figure out, like, a way to get him outside himself. Yeah, sure. And uh, so we went and signed up for this thing. Dude, like, absolutely. You're talking about just diffusing a bomb. Like, oh, I walk him in. I'm like, hey. Th and I've been talking for days leading up to it. Hey, this is what we're going to go do. We're going to go help out. these. There's kids that aren't going to get anything for Christmas. And we get to go and do that. And we get to go and, and, and help them celebrate and celebrate what's going on. And we walk into a toy store mm. and like everything all of the goodwill and stuff that he's been packed in for the week he's just like you can just see like the you know the demon in him just like turn over and he's just like why don't what? i own this dude it was like he was like he just folds his arms and he's like it's not fair it's not fair why do they get toys and i don't and I'm just like, you get tons of toys. We've got toys. There's toys under the tree and stuff. He goes, but they get those toys. And it was just like, <laughs> psychic. All, long story short, he did amazing. But we had to take him out 
huh. and and put him in the car. And I was like, "Hey, buddy, we're we're either gonna go home, or we're we'll if you change your attitude, we'll go back in and we'll help." Yeah. And he loved it, and it was fantastic. And stuff. yeah, so we'll I'm just a little worried year. that like Rooney is not quite old enough to like understand that choice. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. like Brendan's at an age now where you're just like, you know, hey, if you want to be you know, uh, a, a brat and throw a fit, then that's great that we're going to go home. Or if you want to make a good choice, we can stay here and do this. I just feel like Rooney's not quite there yet to even understand what that means. It's either I get what I want or I lose my shoes. And it's just like, oh, I don't love either <laughs> do, of these. It's, do it's they have, tough. and and even Mal, does she have like a Christmas list? Like, does she know what she wants or you guys just kind of get it for her? Yeah. I mean, she's, she's into like three things. So it's pretty easy to, she likes horses. She likes frozen and, she likes kitchen stuff, so it's like it's pretty easy. Pretty to, easy. Yeah, she'll be happy with every single thing she opens, even yeah. like the clothes from the grandparents. She'll be psyched. Good. But next year, probably not. Blythe and Bo have like specific. Like Bo wants this Dragon Hot Wheels set. I don't remember. I'm sure that How does he, he know did. he wants it. Unfortunately, he's got siblings. Unfortunately, man. YouTube. Like if he's seen a YouTube video, mm, like oh, wow. they like yeah, advertising and, just and like, like just if he was stuff on YouTube. Yeah, streaming stuff. They'll just. If it's got ads like Amazon Prime or Bro, something, if you're watching ads. or not even ads, just like the video of somebody showcasing like a well, that's like the worst thing to happen to like Ryan. What's that? What's that kid? Ryan. Yeah, the kid that opens Ryan's just World or whatever opens toys. Yeah, it's like the parents are just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh. Wait, who is it? It's a kid. It's, it's a like YouTube a, sensation. A YouTube kid. He's made like like tens he, of millions of dollars. Yeah, he's worth opening like 20 pre- opening million. toys. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like would Ryan like it? Well, yeah. it's like his it's parents like, have made these videos with him of this. So they like Bo really likes him. Reese somewhat liked him, but like that's the weird thing. I remember for Reese's fourth birthday, all he wanted was a calculator. And then incredible. He, <laughs> and he wanted to like makes a, a lot of sense. Like, like a, a TI eighty three or just like a straight up calculator. No, like he found Four function. <laughs> can't even play games a, on it. He found a he found a calculator that I had and he was fascinated by the idea that that you Plus one, and uh, and continue to press it. Yeah, and it would and it would add to it. And he was like, and so he wanted to. He sat there one afternoon and just did it until amazing. All of the numbers went went all the way to the side, and then he'd get upset if you you know if you if you mess up. But he he basically taught himself a lot of math that way. So we got him. I mean, he's four years old. We have that countries of the world birthday party where that's what he wanted. (laughs) He wanted the countries of the world. Where everyone dressed, which looking back at those pictures, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe <laughs> not the most. Did, did, didn't age well. That's such a like a mid, that's such a mid '90s to late '90s thing to do. The, the just talking about hidden plus one, then just equals equals equals. Like I remember, yeah. Yeah. you might as well tell him to or teach him to spell boob eight zero zero eight. Check this boobless. Well, yeah. like yeah, you, you, like that's like that. When you just said that, I was like, man, that's a that is a late '90s like, whoa, the fascination of yeah. Like, I can just keep pressing this equals button. Well, now he's it. really into like he, he bought a switch with his own money, and he's eight now, so it's it's you know a world of difference there. But like, yeah, the fascination of the young mind. Like he wanted a chemistry set, and he was just like, yes, dude. Reese is going to invent something that is going to change everyone's lives. Like that's going to he happen. Is like, so he's going smart. to run Even something. Just, it's crazy. Even just taking him home from school, like he's so smart. The best thing that I ever did was fire up the Nintendo and begin to whoop 
ass on Legend <laughs> of Zelda. I started playing Put Legend of Zelda, place. and he thinks that I am just like oh, yeah. elevated amongst the chosen. Yeah. He looks at Britain like he is a a but god. Did you just fire up Blades he, of Steel? Oh, dude, no. Legend of Zelda, the Marios. <laughs> NHL and it's 96. Like, it Make doesn't matter bleed. that this eight-year-old's IQ points are like 60 above mine. <laughs> Is it because he doesn't he doesn't know what the game entails? Like, he has not seen it before, but he knows you're good at it, and that's it? I think it's a combination of things. He gets frustrated with it. And so, and then Nintendo, old Nintendo, those are games of skill. Man, mm-hmm. you've got to you've got to be pattern recognition, and pattern recognition, and it's all like if nowadays if you play a, like a PlayStation, whatever it is, or Xbox, you know, Google, whatever, I don't know what it is. That's the one. But those Google. ones are like yes, an Xbox, if, Google. That's right. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yes, grandfather. What's the newest one? <laughs> is it one? Is one the newest one? Xbox One. Siri, I, I Xbox, think it, I honestly, Xbox, Xbox confuses me so much. Yeah. Okay, then let he who hath no sin cast the. But you, you said Xbox, Google. That's funny. <laughs> That's just funny. Uh, no, it's P, yeah, PS Five, and then the Xbox just hasn't changed its name ever. <laughs> like, this enough. is this is the black one with yeah. the green thumb on it. There's a couple oh. of them uh, still down in Kids Quest that you can probably grab. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Daniel yeah. Rawlings is sitting in there playing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> he loves like the Mario games. Like he'll do that, and he gets obsessive about completing things. So he will he'll finish the game, and then he'll go back and he'll complete every level to like get the three stars. And you know, he's going to be the kid that plays that goes back and plays Tony Hawk and gets all the gaps. Funny that you say that. I bought so it's the Switch is his, but mm-hmm. I took him to GameStop and I was like. We're gonna buy this, and it was Tony Hawk One and Two, and they've combined the remastered. it. Hmm. Yeah, the remastered version, and he does like he's fascinated by it. But like, I can rock his socks on that game. Hell yeah, and he's just like, <laughs> but, but he's a, fascinated by it. Nothing better than just just whooping ass on a game system <laughs> that a kid can't. Do you remember when Brian Waters came over and we'd play Tony Hawk? And he instantaneously got it like 130,000 points. And he was like, just work up to that for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a power move. Hey, can we talk about resolutions? Because I can't sit and watch Nathan and Andrew play with (laughs) the whole night. (laughs) You're just coming, John. I can't wait. Your sizes are limited, so I hope you're... How much money did you spend on these? Uh, they were about a buck a piece. Oh, okay. <laughs> a buck like that's a piece? what I mean. That's what I mean. Listen, really, before we transition, like we're in already, I guess, but uh, Nathan and I read a book by David Sedaris recently, and in that book, David Sedaris talks about, as a kid, he articulates like the idea that the stuff that you remember and that's meaningful isn't always the stuff you think it will be. So, like, I thought... I'm so, I was so excited to give this stupid gift because... <laughs> Because that, like, that's the stuff that we'll talk about in twenty-five years. That's it true. It won't be the really like you cool know, you thing. Can't talk that you like that forever. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have a resolution. I don't. I actually don't. I don't know anything. John, talking about my resolution. I'm just trying to think how we even. Where do we even cut? Good luck. Dude. Okay. Good luck with that so one. So, cri- so Christmas. So Christmas has has wound down. Wound. Winding is winding. <laughs> winding down. Christmas catch a bullet. Winding down. My daddy wants to cut, catch a bullet. Caught, catch a bullet. Catch, caught a bullet. Caught a bullet. 
My daddy want to cut a bullet by his bare hand. <laughs> my daddy, <laughs> daddy. cut a bullet. He cut a bullet. It has wind down. <laughs> so Christmas is over, uh, and and we we move to New Year's. Bye Christmas. Bye Christmas. Hope you find your dad. New Year's. Do you all do the resolution thing? Every anybody have specific resolutions? I've chosen one for this year. I have in the past. What is it? Grow a thick mustache or a beard to match it. I'm highly thinking about doing a year without booze. Just all together. Is that why you're going full tilt? <laughs> we taking a we taking a year off from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Any reason why? I, you you talked about this before. I like that idea. Uh as you drink no. a juice force. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I I honestly, in the theme of resolutions, I think it's really good to just cut stuff from your life from time to time, like social media. I've talked to you guys about mm-hmm. cutting social media. Now you won't stop sending me reels. Oh, dude, I love it. I love it. Bama got jokes. That's my eggs, Tyrone. Or uh, what was the like the drones and losers or drones and like, Bum, bums, bums and drones? By the way, the at bums and drones with an N, not and bums and drones. So where's Waldo? Go, dude. <laughs> a man with a broken bass drum. A girl with a yellow tank top. A girl, uh, who's a, a bro, yeah, the broken bass drum. Waldo. There he is! There he is! <laughs> that, was, uh, that is hurting that clip. That I is blind like people. Times. That is blind people reading Waldo for those who Incredible. A man with a broken bass drum. A man dropping his trumpet. A woman in a yellow tank top. A woman in a green collared shirt. Waldo, a man in a white... Incredible. Have you ever followed through, well, to some degree followed through with a resolution to a degree with which you were satisfied and felt proud of? I think I've put, like, read 10 books at least for the last 20 years of my life, and I've never... (laughs) Half a book a year, how have you been doing? Hey, Bible, I haven't seen you since last January. Uh, One that I succeeded on... I'm horrible at this. Are you? Oh uh, yeah, I've never been good to... at, at setting goals. And it's funny, like at work, we just did something like heading into the new year. Like, do you know what smart goals are? Yeah, this is no. like uh, specific, measurable, attainable, achievable. Even... Yeah, yeah, something like that. And it's just like, man, this is time like, sensitive. Yeah, it's so hard for me because a, I've just never been good <laughs> at finishing and hitting a goal, but then also setting a goal is just like. It's just never been a strength of mine ever. So to say, like, have you ever gotten to the point where after setting a resolution, you're like, I did it. I mean, to do something for an entire year, I might die at the end of the year at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to do, be that disciplined at something. But we'll see. Maybe this is the year. I am, I am hopeful that, like, I was kind of talking to Natalie about this, being that this upcoming July is my death birthday. Um, death and birthday be- forty. Um, <laughs> like it'd be kind of this cool. July. Oh yeah, yeah. dude. Woo-hoo! God, crazy. Nice knowing you. Yeah. So in, in the al- in the alcohol thing, I've built in John's birthday. I was like, there's gonna be a couple of things. That I'll I'm take it. Thank every you. Saturday, I'm every Sunday, John. <laughs> every podcast. When I'm, when I'm <laughs> off work, I was done. <laughs> <laughs> When I'm off work, I'm not going to follow up.
what is what is behind this? What is the is this like a book? Because that's a very trendy thing right now is to be like alcohol free. Oh, is it? I don't know anything about that. Yeah, it's a self help book, <laughs> yeah, man. Another activist. First, I, <laughs> first I'm here. Activist, activist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think like. Um, I don't, it's not something that I need. It's not something that I'm addicted to. I'm just kind of like, you know what? I most of the time can have a great time without it. Yeah. Like, what would it mean to just like be for just for a year to just be like, I just think there's a lot of power to say in the moment to be like, yeah, actually, I don't need that. Like social media. I thought social media when I that took the two years off of that or 18 months off of that or something. That's Andrew's toilet flushing in the background <laughs> if he didn't know what that was. <laughs> John, can you hear that? No, no, thank God. Okay. I don't think you. I don't think you can hear it on these. Okay, um, I think that it's just good and healthy to just kind of deny yourself. So I love the outdoors and going out in the outdoors. When you're, I remember when we used to take students out there. Um, you know, I remember the Wrenchy twins. They came out with us and they were hanging out. We're sitting by the campfire and stuff, and they were like, "Hey, so what do we? So what's next? Like, what do we do next?" And we were just kind of like, you're doing it like this. This is it. Just like the calmness, the quietness. And I think we lose some of that in just like scrolling. I couldn't believe when I took away social media how many times my thumb would, after setting the password to my phone, would have instantly go to the place that Facebook or Instagram or anything was. So I just kind of wonder like – what would the stuffing be like if I didn't have to piss four times? You know, in the lame or things like Bad. that. You know? Not as fun. I would gladly give up booze over social media. Not to say that I'm like that addicted to social media. I just feel like, honestly, on a day to day, it's sure. such a routine thing. Like I could oh, honestly yeah. thank thank God. Like I could give up booze and really not like really worry about it. It's fun to have but a beer, so- but it's not that big of a deal to me. Social media is probably a big part of your job, though, right? Yeah, and it's definitely or, helpful, like, if you're kind of talking about inspiration and stuff like that. But it's honestly just like, mm, I should just check and see what everyone else is. Like, it's it's so addictive. But You know what's crazy is, like, some filmmakers, like Nolan. Chris Nolan has a candy bar flip phone. Mm-hmm. That dude has never had a smartphone ever. Roger Deakins he actually doesn't have a phone. He does. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, God, doesn't this sounds familiar. <laughs> Let's do a couple minutes on light remember, phone. Insert insert re- the entire episode of the light phone <laughs> right here. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to cut to the light phone. Six months ago, when I disagree with it still, but you f***ers were like, ah, light phone. <laughs> I read a book recently. I, I read a book, or am, am reading a book called "The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry." So like, your ten books. It's, it's number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I've got 10 days left <laughs> to complete all 10 books. Uh, read a lot of children's books. Um, yeah, the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Uh, it's very good. John Mark Comer, but it's it's a lot of, I mean, it's faith-based, but it's talking about like the life of Christ and people love the idea of Jesus as the truth, but not many people even look at Jesus as like the way and his, uh, and what he did, like looking at his life and his practices and he actually goes off a lot to meditate and to you know be by himself and uh, we just don't have that no we don't we don't we'll build that into our he they how did he describe it oh he welcomes distraction which is like 
an interesting way to put it. Like how often am I avoiding some sort of distraction or distracting myself where he is putting himself in, in places where he's welcoming that, What be it, you know, my son or daughter coming up and saying, daddy, 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 or like the random person. But in the sense of distraction as a, as a value-added thing? Well, just like if you look at his life, just, I mean, as a person, like he's always he's always removing himself from the crowds and from like the hustle and he goes off to be by himself. So it's talking about, it just talks about like going and and meditating and going and being by yourself and and doing that and then going and like when he comes back, whoever's there, he, he welcomes that distraction. It's not a nuisance to him. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's very, very interesting. It's not a, I, I highly recommend the book. But it does talk a lot about, I mean, not specifically light phone, but he's saying, how are the way, what are the ways, how do you say, we have outsourced our consciousness to the phone now, to the smartphone. So you, there is no idle time in your brain anymore because you're like, like you were talking about, I'm idle, my thumb, my thumb will guide me to the, the next thing to think about. So people rarely ever, like creativity. Yeah. Is, um, in some ways, in some ways, on a high because people are cranking out mm-hmm. content, mm-hmm. but it's also like people, you know, these great auteurs of cinema and photography and, and all that. A lot of them don't have phones or 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 have removed themselves to a degree. I was watching an interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he was. Do you guys know he he, he narrates Cosmos yeah. and all that stuff? Very. Yeah. Uh, astronomical thinker like that and he was a boxer (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i can fly i'm pilot (laughs) makes dog food anyway he uh was talking about how if you're like all these inventors over time like if you're going to invent something a method a theory a tool something that helps you need to dedicate a ton of time to nothing, to throwing a tennis ball against the wall, because that's when creativity and epiphany strikes. There's a guy that listens to this podcast. His name's Nick Bodkin. He's a friend of mine, and he says when he's at at home, he doesn't have. He says when he's in the house, there's nothing going on. And I was like, holy shnikes! Because there's always music or a podcast or anything you know our boy matt garner gave up podcasts for uh, lent or whatever it was selfish 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 of him (laughs) we could really use that matt (laughs) that's right Matt. (laughs) you know it's just all of the like i don't know there's 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 brilliance in the silence like that you know there's there's stuff that's spoken or there's things that that come to you there's a lot of your own self-help that you don't necessarily need to read from another book that happens in like that vacant spot. I did that. I gave up uh, listening to anything with my, with headphones on because I realized that if I was doing dishes or if I was doing a chore, I would put headphones on and, and, and my, you know, my kids or whatever would, would, and I'd have to take out or I'd have to take out my, my earbud to say like, what'd you say? What'd you say, Mary? And so I committed one month to whatever I was listening to, I was going to listen to out loud with everybody. And it, I mean, it limited to some degree what you could listen to, but 
Um, is that how you do it? If Mary comes and asks you, do you say, what'd you say, Mary? Because that just coalesces that I am 100% purified. Because <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> That's me. So it sounds like, uh, in terms of just, I guess, goals or whatever you want to call them, resolutions, it seems like taking something away is now the, like there's so much to consider that the idea would be on average to remove something versus add something, which is interesting. Right, like I think yeah, it's like, interesting. I think like, that's so, what I think of when I think of resolutions, though, is yeah. to, to like the baseline is to take something away, to abstain. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nathan you know, had a good one that I think you still kind of do. No movie trailers. No movie trailers. Yeah, mm. I've done. Oh, dude, God, I love, I love done, movie trailers. I, I watch yeah. them after. I watch them after I see the movie. That's but the, the same thing is to like I won't listen to a podcast that's that's covering a movie I haven't seen if I in, if I intend to see it. I'm the same with you. Um, but. Sometimes, like the big picture, they will do a really good job of like, basically, they won't say what they whether they liked it or not. They won't say what it's about. They won't spoil it. They'll just talk about basically their general or like the buzz about the movie or whatever. Right. That's how that's how trailers. I, I yeah. agree one hundred percent with you, John. That that trailers are uh, a different art form yeah. altogether than than filmmaking. I love that. And that's why I'll go back and watch movies that I really enjoy. I will go back and watch the yeah. trailers. But yeah, I I don't enjoy the tone of the movie being set for me before the movie is before I get to enjoy the movie. I, I get agree that. with that. I get that. One of my all time favorite movie watching experiences, like in a theater, was Parasite because I never saw the trailer and I didn't you know anything that. about it. And honestly, exactly. like with it being a, like a foreign film and the having to read through subtitles, I kind of got to then decide what this movie tonally was because like like intonation in people's voices and stuff like that you just don't know in a foreign language so it's just like i went into it completely blind and it was such a great experience but i love the trailers because that to me is what gets me excited about a film like i need a little taste before i just dive in and spend you know thirty dollars on a movie and and not knowing anything about it but i get it there are three movies that i've ever done that with it was Parasite. I had a buddy who saw it and said, mm-hmm. "I saw it. I saw it the opening week when it came to Lexington." Yeah. He said, and he had gone to see it in some art house. And he was like, "You've got to go see this. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Just don't look it up." Yeah. And so I went and saw it. That was awesome. Um, Barbarian was the other one. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, I, I did that completely too. Completely blindsided. That one was awesome. And then what the crocodile movie was that you and I saw, like Placid. No, it was the more recent one. Oh, about Crocodile. The- Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> alligator. Alligator, sorry. <laughs> uh, that's Alligator, you. You're talking about Crawl. 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 Man, that was that was so much fun. You also leaned over to me and talked to me, and you were like, what's this about? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it. Crawl, I just knew the title of it, so I thought it was like, this could be what I, I knew it was like a, a supposed to be a scary movie, but I was like, what is this? Is it, this isn't possession, is it? Nathan, did you, you also, do the um, the trailers thing because of a resolution, or was that just something where like I was like, I just don't want this ruined for me anymore? Um, It's kind of a resolution every year. I mean, it's 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 kind of like a standing thing. Now it's just kind of part of my personality, sure, but it, sure. it was... It was after it was at the end of the year a few years ago when I finally watched Get Out, which I think, I think it was only a year after it had come out. So this was that long ago. But I saw I had I had not seen Get Out because I'd seen the trailer and mm-hmm. 
it made me i think i've talked about it on the podcast before but it just made me not want to see it i was just like this is just a dumb horror movie mm-hmm. like this it looks mm-hmm. like a a stupid horror movie and then my brother-in-law was like you're a film guy you're really gonna like this movie and i was like really okay i mean if you think so and i watched it and was like you know jaw on the floor yeah. like this movie and i think i actually might be the reason i liked it so much because the trailer was so different from what the film actually is mm, yeah but but I, I walked through that movie. I was like, I'm never watching another trailer before I see the movie again because mm-hmm. it just kept me from this movie that is is in my top ten of all time now because the trailer had and I understand now, which I've listened to things and, and heard him talk about it. It's it was full on like a, the 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 trailer itself was like a satire on the genre, yeah, which I think is brilliant and amazing. But I think that that's still true after seeing the movie. I just it, it kept me from seeing it. Yeah. So. Can I say, can I shift us real quick? All QB for just a second. Let's try to, we'll see if this goes anywhere. Let's pick the resolution for somebody. Instead of you picking your own resolution, if you could pick a resolution for someone at the table, what would it be? Like just just make one up? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, mama. Oh, mama. Hold on, hold on. Make it something so, that we can say on the if, podcast. <laughs> if it's completely, if it's completely cold, then then no. Well, does it have to John, be something that we have, like, because like for us to say, John, no sugar in twenty twenty. Yeah, or like, or, or, I mean, but, or is it something like? I mean, because what I was gonna say is like, no, I think I, going I like into, <laughs> I think, it, like I said, I'm I'm really bad at setting goals and and so therefore resolutions as well. But I was thinking that you know, with turning forty this year, something I'd like to be able to say is like I'm in the best shape of my life by the time I'm 40. In this yep, and so in, you know what I mean like in these 6 months just to go like and best shape of my life might be a little bit of a harder thing to say on definitionally but just to go like I haven't done a good job of that. I've never have. Um but like that's probably something that I'm looking at at the beginning of the year of just like what does being intentional with that stuff especially with kids now. I have all yeah. the excuses to not do it. That's but, part of this. Well, I mentioned us getting a dog, uh, and by the time this comes out, this will we'll have it. Like you have to walk a dog, so like that'll be something that mm, you yeah. know Mary was talking about. She's like, I would, I just want to get out and move more. So like, I'll uh, that that's part of it. She just she wants won't to go. do it. Liz won't do it. Liz, Liz said she'd do it. That was, that was not doing it. That was that was Britain. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Pick that up. You cut off. Liz was like, you better walk this dog. You better walk this because we just got a new dog. And she's like, I'm like, you know, every time I get off, I'm like, why am I scrubbing poop from the floor and walking this dog? Okay, Andrew, if you had to. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when you wanted to get a dog? (laughs) I got to think. So, wait. John, John, I like that for you. No, I want Chris to finish that sentence without me. Killing it. So finish that Hold sentence on. again. He's, so he's on the. He's, well, John. I mean, John's. Ta- John was talking. I, I I was talking about us getting. Like, if you could pick a resolution for somebody, what would it be? Somebody run. Which I like. I think it's a great idea. But Wait, does it uh, have to be something we've mentioned, or just like I think out it, of I, nowhere? This is a great Look, idea. If we're gonna do, listen, stop, stop. If we're gonna do this, take a second, think about it, and fucking do it. Hold on. Does it count as a takeaway or a ad? That person, I think that you person were has to, to accept. That person has to accept. I well, think I don't think Andrew's it matters. Andrew's onto something with a. Well, I'm just saying, like the abstaining thing, I think is a great idea because, or a great principle. Huh. But like for me, I'm saying, like, no, I need to add this into my life. I need to add this into my routine. So it's not mm-hmm. about like I want to go see more places in the world and travel. It's more like no, I want to be 
better and healthier, so therefore I'm going to add something. So I think it's more about like what's at the heart of the resolution than anything. So you're thinking add. Because like there's something like some of this might be like a I double dog dare that you, John, you couldn't buy shoes for a year. Yeah, go. This is yeah. it's got to be value added, and well, I think yeah. I think so. To me, uh, even though Nathan's wasn't necessarily a a resolution, I sort of treated it like one for 2023. I didn't do perfect, but that to me that's an ideal resolution. Like, hey, I'm gonna still watch movies, but I'm not gonna watch trailers. Uh, wow. I have a good one for somebody. I don't know who it would be best for, but... Well, think about it. I, I feel like I have you're a, tending to my heart. I'm, that's caring, not a, I'm caring, hey, caring the... You soulless b- <laughs> That's not a bad thing. You're, you're, you talk about people as objects. As You Wait, talk about yourself as your slipping away. What's that? Why am I tending for your heart? I don't know, because Dev, four of your best friends, Andrew, Nathan, Chris, and John, say, hey, Britt, you need to do this. Uh, no, no, it's no, like, no, no, That's no, no, the no. criticism no. that you never receive. At one point during the year, Britain did text our whole group and say, my bad person. <laughs> it was in the car. What do you mean, it was you in mean the car. Like, in what, by, you mean like two weeks ago? I, okay, so I do not mean this in a way of like, hey, intervention style, like what does no. this person need to get rid of? So here's a question that I, like an icebreaker thing. If you were a, uh, if you were a toy with a pull string, what are the three phrases that you would say? Oh. And I'm pretty convinced that you can't actually say what the phrases are because you have to have people that That's are a good around point. you that know you enough to go, man, you always say this to point that out. Mm-hmm. Now, that's that's not a bad thing. And I'm not saying... Have you not talked about this? Because this is something that I say regularly. I'm like, if you had three phrases that you say, it'd be these three. No, I've, I, I haven't. I don't think we've talked about it. I mean, maybe we, we have. But I, I, I said it the other day. I said I use this at work, and people were like, "That's a great idea. That's a, that's a great." But I, the more I say it, people are like, people always want to say the funny thing that they think is funny, and you're yeah, like, "Yeah, sure." You're like, "No, no, no. Here's what you always say, and you don't know that you say it hmm. all the time." So that's what the five of us are on a text thread pretty often. What is the resolution that you would go? Hey, man, whether it's you always on this, but I think you would really love or. Ooh, that's my favorite. I, I, I think it's probably like a less of like a, hey, man, I think you need to stop drinking. Like, <laughs> it's probably less. Of I like, like that. A, you need to take something away. It's probably like a. I get it. But like, John, I, I, I for a guy, you just said you spend a ton of time on social media and I, I mean, maybe you do get out outdoors and do all that. I I think that you would actually really love whatever type of fitness routine. If even if it's just walking or getting, you, you're talking about getting in shape. I think like I found early on like a love for working out and just yeah. even like the the pain of it, mm-hmm. like the oh man, the soreness. Like it's it's a it's a real place of joy i guess (laughs) just full-blown therapy where i don't i don't like after a workout the three day people are like oh that third day is awful i'm like oh man i love this i love this and i think that that's probably something that you would actually enjoy if if you if you got to that point it's mostly getting back into the habit of being consistent with it you know what i mean just because at this point there's so many excuses to not do it but i get it i feel like 40 is a really good excuse like when I turned thirty, that was a big one for me. Or when we found out we were pregnant with Mal, yeah, was when I started running. Yeah, like I feel like it's a it's a good t- like it's a it's it's a meaningless number. I mean, sure, it's, it's it's a big birthday, but 
really it's just another birthday but it's a mile marker to look at it's a mile marker yeah and you can you can use it if if you're thinking of it as a death birthday it's probably a, a good fuel for a new habit for sure what was the one that you said you said i've got a really good one for somebody oh, but i don't know who um have you chosen that person do i need to choose the person first for all of us isn't it I think it's more fun when you're like... Do I get to be this person's accountability partner? <laughs> Always. No, this, is, this isn't a life group. This isn't a small okay. group. Right. You're the, I mean, you can. You're the Timothy. You can if you want. I want somebody to, when you shower... Oh, God. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm with scouring you. buttholes. Wait, wait for me to finish. <laughs> <laughs> when you said Kathy was like, I didn't know you didn't wipe. <laughs> <laughs> I did not teach him not to wash his ass with soap. I wasn't there to defend myself. <laughs> I want, I want some. So whoever this is for, maybe it'll speak to you. When you take a shower, I want the last thirty seconds to be cold, every time. Oof, I hate yeah. this. Totally done this. Yeah. I, I don't need you. I don't need it to be. Thirty seconds is a long time. I tell you it's what. How long it takes to get used 15. to it? Fifteen. If I don't know. you run, if you start running, that is the best thing in the world is it not best thing in the world dude you so, turn that sucker all the way to cold mm -hmm. and it is just like especially in the summer glory raining down upon so you. wait andrew are you like have you gotten into ice baths and stuff like that please have say stuff yes like stuff please like that. say <laughs> yeah oh, well a cold shower and an ice bath are a little bit different uh, but. no i don't that's i do not like that's like for all the things like for all the types of maybe like discomfort pertaining to exercise i can handle the the cold plunge or the cold shower or the cold tub is does not appeal to me well then why don't it? you do it this is me giving it to somebody else <laughs> <laughs> i just figured you were like throwing it out there because Should you I have become it? an my advocate my buddy's got a ten thousand dollar cold plunge tub that he's making car payments on yeah i've looked at them a lot jets that go one single direction just so you never get used to so it am i doing it now or what it's brutal did this, did this backfire well, I've like, always said that you, that you, you would be the biggest advocate I would rather you say, I would rather you say, point somebody out to it, rather than like, I you think, like, I think you were onto want? something there, just saying like, let's collectively pick one for somebody. Or what if we collectively picked one for all of us, and we all did That's the fine. same thing? Okay. That's fine. I've got to go home. <laughs> I'm not so worried. what are we going to do? Are we going to pick, it, are we going to pick a person? I was just throwing it out there. I thought it's maybe a great idea. No, I, love I thought the, I maybe think this would go is, somewhere. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Well, that was your first mistake. <laughs> Cut me up. I'll go first. Hit me. Hit me with it. <laughs> I think you need to be nicer to people. <laughs> no, uh, no, I don't know. I, I would. I would honestly. I think I should have probably prepared for this. Like it would have been like everybody is assigned the person to your left, and you got to do it. But okay. Well, let's come back next time and do it. We can do it. Okay. I think the idea is great. I, I do, do too. So too. I do feel like there has to be some parameters, or parameters. else it's just like let's oh, draft. I it. mean, well, it's like oh, if Brits, <laughs> let's just draft. If it. Brits is like, all right, Brit, you're not going to drink for a year, and then mine is like, don't buy so many shoes. I'm just like that doesn't seem very fair to no, me. You no, know what no, I mean? No, That's no, why no, I kind of no. like it, the idea of a shared one. Like if we all were just like, who's hey, listen, not fair? Oh, which uh, hold on, I want to know which one of us is not fair. I think it's a lot harder to not drink than to not buy shoes. But we'll bake. Oh, the, we'll okay, bake thank this God. For, we'll bake this <laughs> 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 well, let's let's bake this for a while because I don't think that I, we. I think the rule should be, or one of the rule parameters should be, you can't take away something. 
It's got to be adding something to somebody's life. Like you, you should do this. Not like you're not allowed yeah. to buy shoes or you're not allowed yeah. to. It's like more like, hey, I think this would benefit your life. So I am encouraging you to do this. The cold shower not- thing would actually be pretty funny. Okay. If we all did that. How do we prove it? Like video? A video. <laughs> yeah, we, full, no, we just come fully back and we nude. say, I've been doing this. Fully naked. <laughs> so I have a harder time doing it like right now when it's really cold outside. That water does get like extra cold. Yeah. Okay. Oh, bro. Okay, Coming so, from the outside. Yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll reconvene on this. Think about it. We'll reconvene. If there's a specific person we can get into assigning, we could do the, the AI, everybody pick a person. Or we could do a... a Everybody brings one thing, and we each have five resolutions. Hey, if you listen to this podcast and you think, and you've got one for us, I'd love to hear it. Jonathan Barry, we're waiting. <laughs> love it. I like how we talk to Jonathan like he's the only person that listens. <laughs> okay. We've been promising people that we would get to some stories. So for that, in a really hard transition, give me your best or worst <laughs> New Year's Eve. Either your best or your worst. I would imagine some of us shared our worst. And I know two of us shared our best. I think New Year's Eve is always the one that feels like absolute FOMO. Like that is the origin of, oh crap, I think I I wish that I was somewhere else right now. Especially with the elevation of social media. John, I remember going to New Year's Eve at your house as little kids. Mm -hmm. And we would watch MTV and, you know, and we would watch all of that stuff. And uh, I always was like, man, someday, someday we'll get there. But then you look at, like, you know, you're watching, fill in the blank, some 41 play to an audience of 100 in this, like, little studio or something like that. And then Dick, who, who's, the, who's, the, who's the New Year's guy? I don't Carson know, Daly. Just Dick Clark. Dick Clark, Dick Clark, thank yeah. you. They would cut to this room and this room and this room. And I think I every year have thought, man, I wish I was somewhere else. Uh, you just lodged like a memory of, of just being at John's house, just oh, uh, sparkling champagne with Fran Doty and Bud Fox. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. Wow. wow. <laughs> Got that. I was so disappointed when I realized that the, the buildup of the ball dropping before as a as a you know event that happened and i thought that in my mind i thought that they just flew a helicopter by and dropped this big glass ball and, really <laughs> and, then it, and that it no that it plummeted free fall from the sky and then smashed into a billion pieces and then my first like sentient new year's eve that i remember seeing watching tv and then realizing oh wait it's on like a drop zone tower and they <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Let yeah. It, they let it it's mechanically Lowered very slowly. Very slow. In the last twenty feet, it jacks up, and like the pulleys. I remember won't go being anymore. so just. Dis- I mean, I. I, I remember know. you telling me. I like. I that just jogged my memory. You told me one time. I said you said this about the ball dropping, and I hadn't heard about it before. And I was <laughs> oh, like, I was like young enough. I had just like hadn't been up. Probably been up to midnight yet. And Andrew's like, "There's this ball in New York that just falls to the, <laughs> like, falls to the sky." <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" I was so disappointed, and that kind of set the tone. For every New Year's Eve mm-hmm. thereafter, it's always I, I would I I, I kind of get your comment, Britton, about like it's always a disappointing, not a bad time per se, but just like oh, that's never what I thought it would be. It's always underwhelming. It's it's always underwhelming in part because 
two things I do not like. You have to stay up late. Do not like that. And there's always a bunch of like kind of hubbub beforehand about where are you going where whose house are you going to, where are you oh, gonna be? Dude. Tell me about it. Who, God, Andrew wear? hates like, hubbub. You hate hubbub. One thing, I'm giving up hubbub for 20 I think years. I like hubbub. <laughs> the word or just like hubbub? I, I envy that about you, though. I wish that I could just rise above like the, yeah, I'm not. Oh, okay. For instance, when we started it's this not, podcast, I sent out some feelers and I was like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. And John and I had talked about it. Chris and I had talked about it. And John was like, yeah, I'm in. And I sent one to Nathan and was like, Nathan was like, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. And I sent one to Andrew. What did you send me? I was we're like, hey, man, we're going we're gonna to do a podcast thinking about this. Oh, and yeah. you were like, <laughs> Andrew sent me something to the equivalent I of. I remember exactly what I sent you. What did you send? I said, oh, man, I don't really have the best podcast voice. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, uh, you're not the best public Yeah, let me, th- let me think about it, stuff. And I knew like when you heard just all of us just hashing into it, you'd be like, all right, here's my spot right here. I think I said that on the first episode. I was like, Andrew will be here next episode. Right, right. <laughs> but you just like, are, we've got family members that are like that. My uncle's like that. Our grandfather was like that. But like, you are very, very true. unimpressed by the hubbub. Andrew hated the Christmas show long before it was... <laughs> <laughs> long before it was I've been two hating hours. the Christmas pageant way before anybody else. <laughs> Christmas pageant. <laughs> no, it's, it's a pageant now. Um, probably one of the best ones and worst ones was when Garrett Hodges threw a full-blown showdown at his house. Oh, man. And it was a, about it was a masquerade party. Oh, gosh. I yes. remember that. And I'm talking, it was oh, like... Oh, yeah, you were there. Standing room the only. dumbest and mask this, I've ever seen on. It was, it was so Headley's, stupid. Headley's MySpace photo did, yeah. for years. Well, yeah. Hold on, because I've that got your really mask right here. What was your mask? Because I've got the worst mask that will like make me unemployable. Oh, boy. Uh, it was essentially just like a, like a pretty standard mask shape. And then I thought it'd be kind of cool to take like an older T-shirt that had like some sort of pattern on it. And like cut it out in the shape, and I wore—I just looked stupid. No one wearing a masquerade mask <laughs> looks cool. No one. Okay, are you ready for mine? <laughs> we went to Michael's, oh Liz and I did, to make our masks. That's Joanne Fabrics to you. That's Joanne Fabrics <laughs> now, I guess. Whatever, whatever it is. There were a bunch. We were looking at all the little trinkets and stuff, and I was like, oh, you know, it'd be funny. If I made a dead baby mask. Oh yeah. And I got a that's bunch right. of little babies. Oh, so you, Plastic your babies. soul was dead long before this job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's no, then you're fine. There's no and I, I gl- hot glued a bunch of tiny little like, plastic that. babies God. and then just sprinkled it with blood <laughs> and thought it was funny. <laughs> Gosh, I did it, did anybody else? Like, Wait, no. What an absolute soulless... <laughs> it won't People be are, funny when you have a kid. They're sitting around their podcast, right? they're like, there was this guy at this party once that wore a dead baby mask. <laughs> <laughs> like, these, these corny jokes are so funny that I'm going to make a mask dedicated Ooh. to it. <laughs> Oof. God. Can year, you believe that? What year was that? Uh, a little bit, yes. Uh, I bet it was 2007. Uh, that was the year I, I was living with Headley. When at did the time. Kirk Franklin play Quest of Palooza? Because it was that year. Oh, <laughs> eight? I, I think. Oh, <laughs> eight. What year did Mary Margaret do the sea walk on the stage at Quest of Palooza? <laughs> <laughs> you will love that. Yeah, that was. Uh, gosh, I remember you walk. 
Uh, that that was the year I was living with Headley. Uh, I think my mask was Paul Stanley from Kiss. I had the the big uh, mm. star around it and I had real long hair at the time. I did too. See, way more tasteful. Yeah, well, less offensive. Dead babies. <laughs> Not one. Not two. Two <laughs> That was when uh, Sue Hodges at the time came out. She, I can't remember. She was pissed at Winter, John Winters for something. She was yelling at him. I mean, we had this place absolutely Dude, packed it was, with people. It was standing room only. We lived down on Burnett Avenue. Which is a horrible street. She, it was at your house? No, it was at uh, Garrett and Sue's house. Okay. But we lived down the street, Headley and I. And man... I agree. I mean, I think that New Year's Eve always tends to be a huge bummer um, and you expect it to be something awesome. You know, it's funny, like of all the things, the shared thing, shared loves that we have, I don't know if anyone else here loves the OC. Oh, I love the OC. Okay. Not like you, John. I love the OC. And there's an episode, the New Year's Eve episode, where they talk about how you end the years, how you start the year. And it just painted this picture of like this amazing party and there's drama and there's romance. I'm just like, God, I want that. That's like, that's what my life's supposed to be. And every New Year's Eve is just lame. And I remember even like... Isn't that the Swingers Party episode? And then the Wonder Oh, yeah, Woman. Sandy. Is that yeah, an honorary Sandy title and, plays? That's yes. not the honorary... Is that honorary titles no. episode? No. no, 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 no. That's a little bit later. Forgive me. Sorry. But um, I remember episode. we were in Chicago one year. I went with... It was like Freeze... I think Josh was there too. I can't remember. But we went to Chicago for New Year's and it was just going to be like, hey, we're going to spend a bunch of money. We're going to go to like a big club and it's just going to be everything that we've ever wanted. And that night I slept in the back of a Jeep on top of an Xbox. I literally had like a... <laughs> Wait, was it I have an, an Xbox impre- Google? <laughs> it was an Xbox Google. I had a big green G on top, on top of it. <laughs> I had like an imprint on my back. Like one of the dudes almost got arrested because he walked into someone else's apartment and fell asleep on their oh. couch. And they, like the people woke up and were like, who the f*** are you? And I mean, like, it was a funny story, but I'm just going, like, every time you think it's going to be awesome, it just sucks. Josh who? You just, like, always sucks. Uh, Josh Ellis. Mm. The one time that it was awesome was 2009? Don't do this to me. 2009, and the Parlor Boys were getting back together to play a reunion show at Cosmic Charlie's. The worst. And... It was a 21 and up show, so there are some mm-hmm. people at the table that were not of age at the time, and they are still yeah, you're, you're still close. very angry about this. So close. But, John, were you? how long had you been dating Natalie at the time? Oh, I was not dating Natalie at the time. Whoa! That was during our window of being broken up. No, was it really? So, uh, oh, yeah. see, I, my memory the of this The cat is... was away, so the mouse was out playing. <laughs> see, my memory of this is you you guys were together, and Mary and I were. That was early on in Mary and I's relationship. I had not kissed oh, her that's yet. that's right. And, I, and I, I, I picked her up, and I was like, hey, we're going to go see this this band, blah, 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 blah. You and I were super stoked about it oh because gosh, they were going to yeah. be playing. I think they took the stage at 11, so they would be playing as the stroke of midnight yeah. happened. And they played, insert, uh, give it up for your savior. And they uh, they were playing, and then they, they did a big whatever countdown. But I, I remember, I, I can't remember how it came up, but I basically asked Mary, or like kind of alluded to Mary that I was going to lay one on her at the stroke of midnight. And she was like, no, you're not. 
And I was like, she said no. Yeah, she like denied me. She like, mm. but and, like it, it was, it was enough so that it wasn't like, hey, I didn't say like, hey, can I kiss you? She was just like, no. And I, I mean, it was, it was very, it was enough that it was like, at the stroke of midnight, very, very weird. Like, do I just <laughs> grab her and and throw her back and? have her slap me or do i you know i mean we'd been on a couple of dates at that point but uh yeah i just remember her being like no no it's see like i said every new year's eve is always a letdown so that was the night that i kissed john what did you say john Mm. you you did not kiss her then i didn't i remember i remember it being like very like i think they were in between songs or they stopped and they they did the countdown 10 9 8 7 and we, they said happy new year and everybody rose mary and i were standing next to her and i just looked That's at her and went well oh no <laughs> and just like i think mary. i think she just like put her cheek out and i like pecked her on the cheek and i was just like uh because that for, for whatever reason that was like a big deal to nothing her, like christian dating doesn't like, yeah she kissed dating, kiss goodbye. dating goodbye yeah what are y'all doing for New Year's Eve? Speaking, of, what do you guys want to do this year? What was your best or worst? They've been all lukewarm. Um, Club basement. Give us the worst. Give us the worst. Was it at Brad's house? It was at Brad's house. No, I got really, Man. I got really sick at a Withers wedding. It was a, a New Year's wedding. Uh, I had too much wine. Oh, that was really drunk. Good sick. Mm-hmm. On accident. Yeah, it was bad. That was 2016, maybe 2015. Whenever they, whenever Tommy got married, but. The wedding was, I love, the idea of a New Year's Eve wedding is really fun, and it yeah. was fun. Yeah. But I just got carried away. With wine? Yeah, with cab. Gross. <laughs> my in-laws had to see me vomit on myself. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that part. Wow. <laughs> in my, wow. <laughs> in my driveway. Ooh. On myself, on my suit. Damn. And then had to take to the cleaners the next day. But you have He's, arguably... The best in-laws at the table. Yeah, it was. I mean, I was not. I it was. It was like, oh, that was unfortunate. And they, but like, because we had pulled into the driveway to our to our house, and then my in-laws had pulled in behind us, and and their their car at the time was sat pretty high off the ground, so the lights were hitting the rearview mirror of my car that I was in the back seat of, and just I remember thinking like, turn them off, turn them off, turn them <laughs> off. They're killing, and, and they just <coughs> open the door and. Did we, didn't Piper we was right there. We- oh yeah. Oh, didn't yeah. we go to a wedding on the stroke of midnight yeah, on New Year's Eve? Yeah, it was a vampire wedding. <laughs> yeah, that was just, like the. I remember the the groom was wearing like jinkos that were yeah furry tiger stripes. Yep, and black. Uh, what was her name Molly? Molly. Then I had uh, communications with that guy at a bctc he was a cab driver talk about a blast from the past when the last time you seen a cab remember cabs <laughs> not yeah. in kentucky yeah everybody was dressed in black they called out a a, the, the boy named toby to take <laughs> from paranormal three exactly <laughs> nathan what was your best or worst um oh man i, f- I feel like for every five years there's like one decent new year's and then the other four are trying to recreate it or i don't know like i i think the ideal new year's for me it has to be like seeing a band like to to have been at parlor boys would have been 
so great. We were we were sitting at the party that you all joined us at after. That was like <laughs> everyone there talks about that party like it was awesome. Wait, <laughs> that party sucked. Give us a little club basement. Tell us about club basement. Club basement. I mean, we we have we have a friend that we went to church with that, who is a a locally renowned DJ, and he is a very talented DJ. So he he set up in the basement of of. I what, did, did you all live there? It was your all's house. I never went. I uh, John only, did. John did. But was, was that house. when we were living on Saren with all those guys? Yes. Yes. You had uh, Boogie Cousins on your back door. God, I love Boogie Cousins. Yeah. So yeah, there was Club Basement, which I think was a dud. It was. It was similar. <laughs> I was. I was sort of dating a girl that. It was like, do I kiss her at midnight or not? And it was not. But yeah, it was. Just, it was just like I was sitting at this party I didn't want to be at that everyone thought was so awesome. But I just wanted to be at Parlor Boys. But I was twenty. That was lame, and I didn't Rude. care. Like I don't. I don't care about like dance house music like that. Like I think Nate's very talented, but it's just not. That's not how I want to spend my time. <laughs> so that was a bad one. But I think. I think yeah. Like last year I saw. Been to go at midnight at the Burl was pretty sick. They played cool. they played Where Is My Mind by the Pixies right at eleven fifty nine into the new year. Pretty cool. Um to a way too sold out show. But um I feel like we the year that Andrew was talking about when he was at Tommy's wedding, everyone that wasn't invited to Tommy's wedding went to we were trying to figure out what we were gonna do and while we were waiting to figure out where we were gonna go, we went to Shinaway and we ended up just like hanging there. Oh really? And Shinaway Pub? Yeah, Shinaway Pub. And, uh, karaoke. and karaoke, completely packed house, really, really fun. And so yeah. we went there for like three or four years in a row. And there was one year in particular that I signed up for a song at like eight o'clock, you know, and at like 1156, they called me up to sing it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh I'm Lord. the last song of the year. Like, <laughs> like there's nobody else is going to be. Was it Jimmy Eat World? It's Brightside. No, it it Mr. Mr. Brightside. Oh, so I, I'm singing Mr. Brightside to a literally standing room only Shinaway pub. And the whole room's just, you know, like alive singing the song with me. Yeah. And, no way. and as I'm finishing it, everyone's like, 10, 9. And I'm like, no I'm way. the one with the mic. It's sick. And like, so we chased that for a while. Like, we chased that for a few years and it was never good like it was like the next few shinaways were just like why are we coming here this yeah i feel trash. like that was that, that was kind of like the birth of shinaway in in like yeah we went to group. we went to shinaway a lot shinaway. like just like random birthdays and just like random saturday nights we're all going to shinaway and Gosh, like you do you remember the stroke of midnight that would yes. be like imprinted on my soul though. it was like like emily sadlon still says that was her favorite new year's of all time <laughs> like just like her friends up there everyone everyone's just like in the whole place is like my best friend at that moment you know that was you pretty know sick. what's that night Somebody just reminded uh, Seth Eckert just reminded me at midnight. This old woman wearing a sequin dress leaned over and kissed Josh Sadlon on the neck. <laughs> when she was there, he had just started dating Emily. What did she say? Bro, it was probably that same fly that wouldn't flick at the Prince one. <laughs> the Prince one. What? Oh, oh, at the yeah, at the, at the pearl. Pearl. Yes. But I just feel like we chased that for so many years, and now like it feels kind of good to hit a place like Mary's. Like, hey, the Denmarks and the Hedges might just like come over and sit with us in New Year's. I was like, <laughs> sit with that us. Kinda, sit that kind of that kind of sounds nice. <laughs> like, no problem if somebody goes home or something. Hey, like, do you guys mind some of my uh, sitting with Nathan? <laughs> some of my I favorite know, old like, videos that I have on my phone is when we're at uh, Shinaway, and I'm pretty sure Devin. Madeline and and, and, and Sylv 
are oh. singing like Survivor or something, and then I like just happen to yeah. move the camera this way, and Mike Benz Mike is just Benz. grinding <laughs> on this yeah. girl, and then I look over I at Nathan, and Nathan just goes, "Look at Mike Benz! Oh. Look at Mike Benz! It's <laughs> unbelievable!" Benz, I was laughing so I was like, "I was like, it's Mike Benz! It's Mike Benz!" <laughs> just absolutely getting nasty Boy, with this woman. Which is why he was grinding. Have you ever had to grind? Have you speaking of poop stories? You ever had to poop at at Shinaway Pub? Because there's always a long line of people. We haven't got there yet. But this is hold on. Describe Mike Benz because you guys just washed over that. But describe this person. Okay, imagine. Imagine. Oh no 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 no. Mike Benz is not middle aged at this point. I mean, he is clearly in his high 60s 70s at this point and yeah. imagine taking a person at that age and saying hey have you ever grinded on a woman before you haven't try it right now and just imagine <laughs> like like how his body would move and he's just kind of going like i don't know what i'm doing but i kind of like it he was and grinding then, with <laughs> stifler's he was also grinding with stifler's mom exactly Basically, that's and then was. imagine Devin, madeline and, and Sylv singing at you and nathan <laughs> laughing his ass off two feet away from you <laughs> It's unbelievable. I'm going to find so it right now and send to it us. to you. Please send it to us. That's such a Nathan thing. That's my bitch. <laughs> I do. The only time I ever showed up to Club Basement was after, it was after the Parlor Boys show and going like, oh man, I wish we hadn't gone here because this is kind of a letdown after such a great I think night. I had to show up because that's where I lived. I like, oh, <laughs> Last year, I remember the next year, the hosts of that party, no offense to you all, like we're like, we're going to do Club Basement because last year was like the funnest New Year's ever. I was like, it was? <laughs> like that was your funnest New Year's ever? That's like you going back to Shinaway Pub and they're like, the stroke of the night's going to be awesome. And it's like two yeah. old people singing like Sheryl Crow and uh, what's that picture song? Oh, <laughs> take your picture kid, away, Kid, kid, kid Rock. Rock. Yeah, like stroke of midnight to me. I'll take your picture, I'll take your picture away. Sat <laughs> down and cried today. I mean, they for sure. I picked a song that they for sure were like, this would be a good one. Like they were like, I. But what were you gonna team me up for right here? <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> yeah, won't you tell us about uh about a a certain New Year's at at a. I want Britton to tell this one story because I know he's been sitting on it and he'll just tell it very funny. I don't know if you guys have ever been a part of a church New Year's Eve party, but it's basically just insert the worst place you could ever be, ever. The most non-fun. And I don't know why we do that. Like, back in the day, we'd be like, oh, you guys want to watch Super Bowl? Well, do you guys want to watch a Super Bowl at church? <laughs> He's a, you said, has anyone ever been a part of a church? <laughs> New Year's Eve party. <laughs> so I remember we were at small group and God bless this guy. If he's listening, <laughs> you're about to put him on blast. <laughs> I mean, we went to, we were in Justin's life group and we went to house for ping pong for New drinks. Year's. And I'm talking about if you, could have picked the most boring person in our group. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like, the weirdest dude. Like, let's have like the holiday that inserts the most FOMO, and let's have it at his house. <laughs> I just remember it was like one of those where you walk in the door and you're just like, oh no. <laughs> 
help me. Like, can I rewind 10 seconds and not walk through this oh, door? Oh, this Just is the like, wrong house. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm not, I'm not supposed to be here. And we walk in. And I think at one point, like, Chris, you were there. John, were you there? Did you go? I don't think so. I yeah, You were way smarter to go to something like this. We walk in, and there's, like, way too many people that should be in this living room. There's not enough seating, and we're all sitting down. And we're sitting just on like, the ground. We're, there's, like, board games around. And I remember just at the time just being like, <laughs> Just walking in there. Just being like, God, this sucks. And like, we're playing like old school board games, which if you do that at New Year's, good for you. But we were in our like writhing 20s. Like we, sh we should have been just raging hormones. Uh, uh, writhing 20s? <laughs> <laughs> we should have been out at the clubs or something like that. And I just remember being like, like man, I up like, I, sh I showed up here like mike bins is getting more play than this so all of a sudden you know we're like lena we're like across the room at each other we're just like hey look at each other like hey you know giving the signal like yeah because you couldn't text at this time it's time to go like it's time to go so like we're all like well hey you know it's new year's we're trying to like go do the rounds we're gonna go and we bounce and I think you could text at the time, or at least you could get a, a call from your small group leader at the time. <laughs> no way. And Justin calls us. No, he did not. He yeah. Did. Do you remember that? Yeah. He. Yeah. I avoided the call. <laughs> <laughs> he laid the call out, and he was like, I mean, just laid it on thick. Like, hey, man, I, I'm really, you know, disappointed. I think you should come back. And I, I mean, I hate to say this about Justin, but like, he could he get caught up in that stuff. Too. Well, I mean... Well, he said it because this guy had set up. He was like a, a bit of a loner. Went this dude out was on a, a project. Limb. This is the vow. God bless this, this dude. Vow, he the went out on a limb and he had a bunch of people and they all showed up at his house and was like, wow, <laughs> you're... I am not, not playing Mousetrap and Parcheesi or like the 25-year-old the <laughs> equivalent of... Like we're not... And if again, if you do that at New Year's... God bless you. Like, do do what you have, whatever yes. you want to do. Do what makes you happy. Not you know? when you're 24 or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Count down to Catan. Yeah, exactly. There was no TV to put on Dick Tricky Dick. What's his yes. name? Dick Clark. Dick Clark. Yeah, Tricky Dick. <laughs> now Tricky Dick for the countdown. <laughs> uh, we get roped into going back. Ooh, so, like, that's walk even worse. Of shame. We walk back to this party <laughs> they're walking in like people are rolling dice and like acting out charades or whatever whatever they were and doing it's all time. dudes uh, <laughs> oh my god walking in <laughs> anyway so fast forward we're we're stuck in there and I start to get the bubble guts. <laughs> oh, boy. No, well, you oh, did boy. not. I've had too much, like, buffalo chicken dip or something like that. Who knows what it was? <laughs> Jalapeno puppers. And I was like, <laughs> i got to let this out. And so I kind of, like, do, like, the back and forth, like, the lean or something, like, to get. I didn't just, know uh, this There's part. too many, too many people. <laughs> And I let one out, and I immediately know it's liquid. <laughs> <laughs> you shit your pants at that point. 
party <laughs> at the worst New Year's party that's ever been. So I go to the bathroom and I basically just bail on my boxer shorts. <laughs> just set them in there in like the little tiny like Hispanic trash can that's only there to catch 15 pieces of toilet paper before you throw the bag away. Hispanic trash can. We're like, hey, your bathroom smells like Matter of fact, there's a grown man's boxers in there. I remember just walking in there, just like having to go in there, and uh, guilt had overridden me. And I think oh, I just sat geez. there, just commando the rest of the night. Oh, oh man! Funny you say that. The FOMO aspect of it, you always look at New Year's Eve uh, in New York, like. Times Square New Year's Eve, I remember as a kid, just looked like the most amazing time ever, where it's just like people packed, uh, you know, wall to wall, you've just got elbow room only at this place, and singing a song that everyone recognizes, but no one knows the words to, and then come to find All out. All sign. Do you know the words? You would oh, yeah. know the words. I learned the words, and then they changed it to New York, New York that year that I... Learn the words. But I mean, that's still sung some places. What a bummer. You're like, this was my chance. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But those people, like, in order to get to stand out for in Times Square, you have to get there in the. I think Dwayne did this. Didn't he and Meredith do this? They like planned to go out. You have to go and stand for like five hours, and there's like a bunch of steps they looked up, and one of them is don't eat. 12 hours beforehand uh don't drink a lot and wear a and wear a diaper (laughs) so like when when you are it's either bring like a gatorade bottle that you can hide under a coat or something and pee in or wear a diaper so when you're watching those crowd large movie popcorn you don't know know anything about that chris (laughs) well yeah it's gotta be the wide lids Do you guys have wide mouth Miller lights here? Uh, no, no reason. Well, I'm out. <laughs> no, so with like when they do those sweeping camera shots, that's what they say is like 85% of those people are wearing diapers. That's amazing. At, at the New Year's Eve, like ball wow. drops. Unbelievable. Should we do a podcast one night where we all wear diapers and just we can't get up to go to the bathroom? <laughs> we just, let's do it. You've got to have. I'm uh, so out. <laughs> <laughs> have you all ever ever <laughs> yourself in public? In the hospital bed? No, not in public. Oh, no. well, let's just let's just transition. What's your best? My, what's well, your best poop story? Are we gonna talk what? about this now? Actually, you, you, do you guys want to hear? I'll end this one. I'll tie this one up with a bow right here. So you talk about more so the, than being your pants at house. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you you talked about learning the lyrics at. New York, they sing this song called Old Lang Syne. Say it one more time. What's it it's called? Old Lang Syne. It's an Irish song. I May know the song, but is that how you actually say that? Forgot. Old, yeah, A-U-L-D. Old Lang S-Y-N-E. I have no idea what you're Lang talking about. Syne. You don't know it? Go ahead and hit me with a few bars of Old Lang Syne. May old acquaintance <laughs> be forgot and never brought to mind. May old acquaintance be forgot in the days that I'm wearing. Now, <laughs> sing the first couple of bars of Sugarfoot. So, Brennan is learning Christmas songs and whatnot. Does Rooney sing Christmas songs? No. 
Okay. Well, Brennan's <laughs> learning Christmas songs, and he's just learned like he's kind of into like humor and stuff, and he's like jokes, and he's learned the Jingle Bells Batman smells. And he was asking Liz, you guys know that song, right? Yeah. Everybody's sung that song. Sang it today. Sang it today? Okay. <laughs> so Liz looks up the lyrics, and she begins to... This was tonight before you guys got here. She begins to sing him this song, because Brennan asks, what are the lyrics? And my wife, who will just like just start to like read through things. She's not real perceptive on like lyrics and things like that, and so she just starts to recite them to him. And she gets damn near all the way through this song. It says, dashing through the snow, and you guys all know this part, in a one-horse open sleigh, jokers on the go, laughing all the way, bells on penguins ring, making, make Riddler wanna fight, Two-Face wants to flip a coin and sing this song tonight, and then the, the part that everybody knows, jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg, Batmobile lost its wheel and the Joker got away. And then she proceeds to the second verse that says... A day or two ago, I thought I'd take a ride on Catwoman and Talia with Ivy on the side. My bat was lean and lank, and Alfred (laughs) left the house, so I took them to the Batcave, had a foursome on the couch. Oh, jingle bells, Batman spells. And my son is just committing all these lyrics to memory before she's like, oh, oh, oh. Like, I've never heard that before. Wrong here. Wait, hold on. I've never heard that. had a that, great time. That second verse. Hold on. Hold on. Go back one second. I don't think it is. I think that somebody made that up recently. Hold What's on, that? Hold on. Hold on. I got count here. It's Batman. Yes. Talia. Talia, Catwoman, Catwoman, Poison Ivy, and Ivy on the side. (laughs) You know, hey, they had a foursome. So I took them to the Batcave, had a foursome on the couch. Oh, jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. So you know, I mean, just be careful out there, folks. (laughs) So Batman smells, jingle bells. Have a foursome with your friends. I don't. Want, I, did, I, did, I didn't want to say it while you were while you were recording, but we definitely, I, I definitely hosted a. It may have been New Year's Eve for all I know, uh, a game during Reverb when it was very very early on. I was just coming up with random games like trivia stuff, and I brought Natori of all people up okay. on stage to sing the lyrics that I hadn't looked at beforehand of no. <laughs> no of my old Kentucky home oh my god and I had I didn't know I had not sung I did not sing why on New Year's Eve no 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 I'm saying it could have been it was one of those like hey we're up I think it was maybe the office party that we had what are the words? No, no, no. So there's there's a <laughs> basically yes. Natori is on D stage. D word. And I'm saying, can you sing all of the? And I've got the lyrics on the, the back screen. The the lyrics are on the back screen behind her, and she's trying to recite as much as she can remember. She's she's and it's Natori, so she's like you know family from Kenya. Obviously, she's been in America, but she's not like oh yes, my favorite tune, the <laughs> my old Kentucky home. And the, as I'm reading it through, it's like, where the da na 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 And they've changed these lyrics, but apparently I pulled the old ones up. And and there is a line in there that says... Oh, that's not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went, 
Uh, ne next, next slide, please. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Somebody no. kill me. <laughs> it was funny because you could hear the crowd, like, oh. understanding it at the point. They were like, because ah, they kind of like start to sing it along and they're like, where, what, where the, oh, oh, God, oh my God. Somebody I'm kill like, me. Hey, look over here. Hey, oh, God. I uh, hope you guys have a great New Year's. Uh, we'll talk about resolutions here uh, some other time. Be noodling on it. If you have anything for us, if you want to see Nathan um, take cold showers for a year, if you want to see Andrew, I don't know. Whatever. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Whatever. See you guys next time. Sure.